The Forum at 8 on SAFM. It's eight minutes past eight here on South Africa's news and information leader, SAFM, and this is AM Live. Time for the Forum at eight now. On the Forum this morning, we look at the credibility of the Independent Electoral Commission of South Africa, which has been put under the spotlight. Now, certain opposition parties say the IEC is incapable of delivering a credible election this year with its chairperson, Pansy Tlakula, at its helm. The argument centers around Tlakula's financial mismanagement management and allegations against the IEC of vote rigging in the by-elections in Tlokwe in the, law, in the Northwest last year. On the Forum at 8 this morning, we are asking, is the credibility of the IEC at stake? And remember, you can be uh, part of the conversation, 0891-104-208, or you can SMS us on 34701. Now, joining us to discuss this question this morning, we have uh, Mr. Bantubonke Harrington Holomisa, who is the chairman of the Multi-Party Forum and leader of uh, the United Democratic Movement. Mr. Holomisa, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you. Thank you to our listeners as well. And also we have Professor Stephen Friedman, who is the Director of the Center for Study of Democracy at Rhodes University and the University of Johannesburg. Thanks for joining us, Professor Friedman. Yeah, thank you, Sakina. Now, let me start with you, uh, Mr. Holomisa. Eight opposition parties, we are set, uh, gave a deadline to Pansy Tlakula that she should step down at the close of business yesterday. So where to from here? Well, according to the resolution which was taken in that meeting, was that uh, if uh, Pensitakula doesn't uh, step down, then we should uh, consider the legal route. So I guess, therefore, that uh, if there's nothing uh, in our offices this morning, then one would have to consult with the leaders of other political parties again, and then uh, possibly approach the electoral court. Now, what exactly are you hoping you will achieve? Because we are three weeks away from the election, and we haven't heard anything to suggest that Pansy Tlakula has stepped down, vacated a position. So uh, what exactly are you hoping to achieve right now? Well, unfortunately... I'm just a messenger here. I've just told you that there was a resolution and that resolution must be carried out. What we wanted to achieve is nothing else but promoting the ethics of good government. Here is an individual who has been far-fingered by two credible institutions, that is a public protector and the National Treasury's uh, Forensic Auditing Report, at least someone, somewhere, a decision has to be taken to say this individual has to go and home or be suspended until his fate has been decided. Why must we celebrate wrongdoings? That's what this culture uh, I don't understand. There seems to be a celebration of things like allegations of corruption. We've seen them even practiced by the highest offices in this country. Mm. And to what extent are you finally willing to go, uh, should you not have your way in this regard? Would you boycott the election, for example? That was never discussed 
and I don't think uh, it, we, we we should even consider to talk about that here. Don't divert issues. We are talking about a person who has been fingered of having violated every rule book in this country. So let's stick to that. Don't mix issues. But we are not mixing issues, uh, Mr. Holomisa. Uh, you are said to have uh, indicated that the integrity of uh, Mrs. Sakula is intertwined with that of the IEC. And I'm simply asking, to what extent are you willing to go in order to make that point? We don't have any mandate to go further, my sister. The mandate we have is that if Pensitagula doesn't step down uh, on her own volition, then we can approach uh, the legal route. That's what was decided. Either asking the electoral court to ask to, to ask the powers that be to suspend Pensitagula. That's what we are doing. And uh, we never discuss the boycott of elections. So it's not in our vocabulary to boycott the elections. I'm sure you'll be satisfied with that answer. I certainly am. Uh, but Professor Friedman, is the integrity of the election uh, intertwined with that of the chairperson of the IEC? Well, Sakina, like, like all good questions, the answer is yes and no. Uh, no, in the sense that it's just not logical, and in fact it's quite irresponsible to say that because there are question marks about the chairperson's uh, role in a financial transaction, that the election is going to be rigged, uh, which is what Mr. Holomisa was quoted in saying in public. Maybe he was misquoted, in which case he can correct it, but he was certainly quoted in the media as saying that the election will be rigged uh, as a result of this uh, question mark over uh, the chairperson, and I'm, I'm battling to understand logically what the one has to do with the other. Why, why do you assume that because somebody, there are question marks about somebody's financial dealings, the election are going to be rigged? So, you know, if we're going to say that elections, it's, it's, it's a very serious thing to say that elections are going to be rigged. And if you're saying elections are going to be rigged, you ought to have very clear evidence of this. Uh, and the fact that there's two, two reports about the chairperson is not even vaguely evidence that the election is going to be rigged. So that sense, the answer to your question is no. Uh, the uh, sense in which the answer is yes is that uh, elections are about credibility. Uh, and you have to bend over backwards in elections to make sure that elections are credible. So that if people start questioning uh, the integrity of the chairperson of the commission, uh, then you have to look very seriously at, at suggesting that the chairperson should step down at least uh, until the election is over. Uh, and that's not making a statement about whether she's done anything wrong or not. It's simply making the statement that uh, one of the great assets we have in this country is the credibility of our elections. Uh, and if you have to go that extra mile in order to protect the integrity of the elections, then you must do so. Because, you see, if you don't, uh, what I think the concern is, is that there are some parties out there, or one party in particular, not Mr. Holomisa's party, uh, which uh, is making 
wild claims about how well it's going to do in the election. It's not going to get anywhere near those claims, uh, and no doubt it may well after the election claim that it was cheated. Now, you don't want that. That's not good for the country, and therefore you want to remove any question mark which might enable people to say that the election was rigged. Uh, and in that sense, I think we do have a problem. Obviously, the parties who are calling for uh, Ms. Klakula to go uh, are not uh, the, the majority party, and they're not the official opposition. The DA is not supporting this particular call. So it is parties which, judging by the last election results, represent about 20% of the voters. But even if parties representing 20% of the voters uh, are raising questions about the election, uh, then you have to, as I say, be very careful to protect the integrity, and therefore I've suggested that it would be a good move uh, for her to step aside until after the election. Mr. Olamisa? I concur with uh, the latter part of the professor. Uh, that uh, in order to maintain the dignity of that institution, she should uh, at least uh, go home until after election, suspend herself or resign. Uh, on the first part of, her, of his statement, uh, in the meeting we discussed with other leaders, we have never talked about the elections uh, uh, that principal Blau will rig elections. So, but on the sidelines, sidelines outside that forum, that was even before the meeting of the multi-party forum, I did comment about the possibilities of rigging elections, given what we saw at Sogwe. There is a precedent. Mm. And, and just speaking about uh, the Tlokwe situation, uh, Mr. Holomisa, have you been satisfied with the response that you've got from the IEC to date uh, in that regard? Well, not not to my knowledge. Uh, I've not I've not been following uh, that of late. Uh, I don't know what have, that has been the final response from IEC. I must be honest. Mm. But obviously the issues that were raised during the clockway situation have also contributed to your fears, as it were, yeah. uh, for lack of a better word, oh, yes. of what may happen in the May 7th uh, poll. Oh, definitely. Now, Dr. Friedman, a credible election. Uh, we always talk about elections being free and fair. Now, the clockway situation... Is that likely to impact on what's going to happen on May the 7th? Should the IEC actually make a concerted effort to clear that story before we actually get to May? Yes, I think that's correct, Sakina. Look, let me say that I, I'm, I'm, you know, clearly, you know, there's a difference between uh, what uh, Mr. Holomis is saying now and what he was reported as saying. Maybe he was misquoted. I mean, if he feels that Tlokwe raises questions about the election, uh, that is obviously fair comment. On the other hand, you can see Tlokwe as an indication that our system is working. Uh, and the reason I say that is uh, that uh, the allegations were made public very quickly. Uh, the, uh, you know, we weren't in a situation where you discover years later that there was a question mark. And the reason for that is that whatever you think of the current chairperson of the IEC, we actually have uh, quite a strong system in place uh, and, and because that system uh, has access routes for the parties 
uh, to find out what was going on. The most important protection is, of course, that the parties are allowed to send their agents uh, into the polling booth to make sure uh, that things go as they should. Uh, and I think that what Tlokwet does show so far is that the system is working in the sense uh, that uh, if things go wrong, people know that they go wrong quickly. But obviously, it's fair enough. It's not enough. You don't want to simply have allegations hanging. So I think that swift action uh, on Tlokwet uh, is necessary because any kind of question mark over the election process is a problem. Uh, to get to your bigger question about uh, credible elections, uh, look, I, I was chair, I, I was uh, head of the uh, information analysis department of the IC in our first election, and the commission asked us to look at. Uh, some kind of test for a free and fair election. Uh, and basically, we reported back to the Commission after doing the research saying, you know, you're not going to go somewhere in the world and find some kind of magic scientific way of making elections free and fair. Uh, the real way you make elections free and fair is to make sure that all the parties, particularly those who uh, are not going to win the election, are, are satisfied with the way the process uh, conducted. And that's why it's very important, I think, also for the IC to make sure that its party liaison committees are working well, uh, that the parties have full access to the IEC, uh, so that if there are any problems uh, between now and May the 7th or on May the 7th, that the parties can swiftly raise that, uh, and therefore people cannot say afterwards that it was an unfair process. You are listening to uh, the forum at 8 here on SAFM's AM Live, and we invite you to come and join in the discussion, 0891-104-208, and you can send SMSs to 34701 uh, Twitter and Facebook. We're active there as well, at AM Live on SAFM. And I must just indicate at this point that we did invite uh, the IEC to participate in this discussion, and uh, the IEC declined stating that uh, the Electoral Commission is not able to participate in a debate of this nature and that they do not debate with political parties. So for those of you asking why uh, the IEC is not here, that is why they are not here. Let me look at uh, some of the tweets coming through. Tulani Dasa says, Can you please ask General how the removal of Pansy Klakula is going to ensure free and fair elections on May the 7th? Mr. Olomisa? The removal of Pentitlakula will will mean that uh, there will be no cloud hanging over this process, that is, over the elections. We don't want the leader of that institution to be a suspect in any manner in this case. So the sooner she leaves, she leaves the better, and the integrity of that institution will be restored. The integrity, the reputation of that institution, which is well known internationally, will be restored. And of course, we'd like your views. And uh, just to add to that, before I go to the lines, uh, the, uh, the leader of Ahang SA, Mampila Rampili, said the elections were about integrity, and it was important that the chairwoman that ran the May 17th, uh, May 7th elections uh, will do so without a whiff of a cloud over her. The whole process is at risk due to the cloud over the head of one individual. Well, we are going to go to the lines now and let's speak to uh, Martha and Mtata. Good morning, Martha. 
Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to the general and the professor. Morning. morning. In my view, I think that Mrs. Ms. Kakula should step aside until after the elections. Why I say so? She is the CEO, and if there's anything that goes wrong, she's the one who has to be held responsible. So I think it would be in the interest of the South Africans, the eligible voters, to see the, not to suspect anything. When the elections are declared fair, free and fair, we all agree. But if she's there, we, we might assume that something might have gone wrong. That is my view, Sakina. Martha, before you go, let me just correct something. She is, in fact, the chairperson of the IEC. Oh, I'm And sorry. the CEO is someone else. Does that make a difference in your view? No, it doesn't. Sir. Thank you very much for the correction, Sakina. But I still hold the view that as a chairperson of this IEC, and she's the one who everybody has been referring to as the head, as the head, then maybe my knowledge is limited. But anyway, thank you for the correction. But that doesn't change my view. Okay, thank you so much, thank Martha and Mtata. Let's go to Port Elizabeth. Stello, good evening. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. <laughs> Welcome, Stella. Good morning, good morning, Sakina, in the panel. Sakina, the, the, the credibility can never be at stake. Having been involved with the election both in the IEC and in political party since 1994, I know the free and fair uh, elections for within the IEC is embedded within the system of the IEC. Parties have got their own representatives, and parties are given an opportunity during elections to also manage elections and oversee elections in different voting stations. And elect- and results are exposed to parties and even public after elections. So parties have a right to collect information across the country and compare their numbers and their percentage. So the credibility itself of elections can never be at stake because Pensacola, there are allegations about here. She is the chairperson. She is not the CEO. But then again, when you come to provinces, that's where the counting is done. When you come to region, that's where the counting is being done. But unfortunately, you see, we must tell opposition parties uh, for who they are and what they are trying to do. They are thinking South African people are so cheap. They are thinking South African people are not seeing through them. They are keeping these political negative issues into the public domain to think that they, these will tarnish the ANC and benefit them. We will punish them for who they are and what okay. they continue to do. Thank you so much, Stella, in Port Elizabeth. Uh, to Cape Town now. Lan, good morning. Hi, good morning. Um, I've got a, a, a point and then a question for uh, uh, Professor Friedman. Go ahead. Firstly, um, the leader or the yeah the leader of the IEC in effect should be an apolitical figure, and it's very very obvious that. Uh, the lady that's sitting there is a political appointee appointed by the ANC. So that scotches that rumor. And then with regards uh, Mr. Friedman or Professor or Dr. Friedman, I'd simply like to ask you, after having heard you very many times on radio, why don't you just simply become an ANC MP? Your uh, bias shows too terribly. Thank you, Lan, out in Cape Town. (laughs) Billy in Midrand, good morning. Hi, these experts that are teaching our children at the University of Democracy really need to learn that um, the whole voting system is a complete farce 
whether you've got an IC or a regulator or whatever you have, if you've got a reserve bank in place controlling the money, Mr. Friedman, Dr. Friedman, Professor Friedman, if you're teaching children or students and people are paying lots of money to learn about democracy, perhaps you should learn how it works. With a reserve bank in place, an elected reserve banker will tell the selected president who is selected by the CFR he will be told what to do by an unelected banker. So if you want to teach democracy, perhaps come round to my place on the Sunday afternoon and I'll show you how it works. Oh, um, okay. I missed that totally over my head, Billy. What does that have to do with the IEC? Okay. No, so, Kino, the Billy problem gone. is that Billy refers in repeatedly, uh, like some people in Germany in the 1930s, he doesn't like democracy very much, though, quite frankly. There's nothing the IC could do which would make Billy like democracy. So I think we should move on. Uh, the 99.9% of the country who does like democracy, I think, can discuss how to make it work better. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, let me just put it to you that Land in Cape Town says that uh, you should just turn ANC MP. Yeah, What's we've had that this about? before, Sakina. I mean, my only comment on that, you know, uh, is to say that those, those, those people complain that I'm biased. The reason that they're complaining is that I'm not biased. They want me to be biased. I refuse to be biased because in their book, <laughs> an independent commentator is somebody who simply yells obscenities at the governing party. Uh, and I try to be balanced. I try to be independent, and they don't like it. All right. So uh, we're not playing Stephen uh, Friedman here this morning. We are, in fact, talking about the IEC. We are talking about uh, a, a forum that has threatened to take uh, this matter to court because they want uh, the IEC chairperson, Pansy Tlakula, to step down. And uh, we are speaking to uh, Mr. Bantu Holomisa from the Multi-Party Forum. He's the chairman of that forum and also leader of the UDM. And we have Professor Friedman with us, and uh, we are are asking the question whether the IEC of uh, the the credibility rather of the IEC is at stake, and that's what we'd love for you to respond to. Uh, you can get in touch with us on three four seven zero one, or you can call us on zero eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. Right now, though, it's time for news headlines with Vibhushni Chetty. Well, it is uh, just after half past eight and time now for a crossing to Tabanchu where Rowena Bird is this morning. Rowena, what are you doing there? Hi, Sakina. Before I tell you what I'm doing here, I must say congratulations to you. I didn't get a chance to congratulate you on air, on your award on Saturday. Very proud of you, my girl. Oh, thank you very much. Today's morning talk is coming live from Tabanchu, like you said. We're at the Tabanchu College of Education. And we're here for the graduation ceremony of National Rural Youth Service Corps participants. Now, this is a flagship program of the Department of Rural Development and Land Reform, and it forms part of the Comprehensive Rural Development Program. We'll find out more about all of this and also speak to the students or the participants in the first hour of the show. We're also going to have Talking Finance with Brian Hirsch. And remember to call in or SMS all your personal finance-related questions and that's going to happen at 10. And it's going to be followed by Dinel Mulomo with Property Matters. And again, we'll be taking calls and comments on phone or via SMS. Now, one of the objectives of the National Rural Youth Service Corps is to transform youth from rural areas, from being job seekers to becoming job creators. I guess so that we, we can ultimately break the vicious cycle of dependency on social grants and their skills development, therefore, plays a very crucial part of this program. 
we'll talk more about skills development just after 11. And we, we due to speak to the Minister of Rural Development and Land Reform, Minister Gugilengwindi, about programs in his department that assist in uh, making land available for development. And every now and then we'll cross over to the Oscar Pistorius murder trial at the Harding North High Court, and that's how the show looks like for today. Thank you, Sakina. Well, when it comes to the government, I've said it once and I'll say it again, got what they deserve, what we needed. But that diplomatic secretary they sent here, well, she can stay any time if you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, somebody light my cigar, will you? Olivia Pope is the fixer. When it comes to the president, you'll only know what she wants you to know. Catch season one of this political thriller, Tuesdays at 9.30 on SABC3. To secure energy for the future, South Africa is building three major power stations and more than 30 solar and wind energy plants. This will bring 15,000 megawatts of green and traditional energy to the grid in the next five years. Africa's largest energy build program, the Presidential Infrastructure Coordinating Commission. Together, we are changing lives. Take a minute to think about that last cup of coffee you had. How did the farmer know when to plant and to harvest? How did the buyers know what price to pay or how to keep track of their stock? Consider the entire journey to that perfect sip. In every step, there's a complex business problem that MTN Business has a solution for. We help make small businesses bigger and big businesses better. Go to mtnbusiness.co.za for more. Welcome to the new world of business. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. It is 23 minutes before 9 o'clock here on the forum. And this morning we are asking, is the credibility of the IEC at stake? And this, of course, after parties have raised concern over the credibility of the May 7th election with uh, Ms. Pansy Takula at the helm of the IEC after uh, some adverse finding against her by the public protector as well as an audit report commissioned by Treasury. Our guest this morning, Mr. Bantuholam, who is the chairman of the multi-party forum and also leader of the United Democratic Movement, as well as Professor Stephen Friedman, who is the director of the Center for Study of Democracy at Rhodes University and at the University of Johannesburg. And the lines are open, 891 SMSs to 34701. Before we go back to the lines, though, um, Mr. Holomisa, now, apart from Ms. Takula, are you satisfied that the IEC, the rest of it, is capable of delivering a free, fair, and credible election? Yes, we are satisfied. They, the commissioners uh, we met uh, in our meeting uh, two weeks ago did uh, say to us uh, they are confident that they are, or the election they will be managed they will manage to run the election, let me put it that way. Mm. And let me respond to Stelo, uh, from Port Elizabeth. He sounded like uh, one of the famous uh, uh, analysts, but I'm not going to expose him if, she, if he doesn't want to, to come open and tell us. But the, the truth of the matter, Stelo, is that... Uh, 
the public protector and other institutions in this country have pronounced on a number of occasions on maladministration. But the tendency is that uh, you guys in the ruling party, you always want to close ranks and uh, protect a particular individual against this uh, against uh, accusation of maladministration at the expense of that institution or, or of the country. So I'm not surprised, therefore, with the angle you are using. But uh, some of us in these political parties, we are not here to celebrate maladministration and corruption. If that is the police of your party, go for it. Let's see you. Let's look some, at some of the tweets before we go to the lines. Kader Selby says, accountability is like pregnancy. You can't be half accountable. The two reports have found her wanting. And to the lines now, uh, Jimmy Manye, good morning. Good morning, Tina and the General and the Prof. Good morning. Jimmy. I will have a General. Yeah. That's what we will have a Otherwise, I'll Yeah. No, uh, Sakina, I think uh, in this country we fought very hard for the kind of democracy that we have, where it cannot be enough to just smear people and on the basis of smearing and therefore action must be taken. The issue of presumption of innocence and guilty is something that I and must be respected, and I'm sure General Minister already appreciate this. And I think it's important also to separate issues. The issue at hand is in fact is is is, is by modal one. It's an issue of the Bansi uh, Kakula in her capacity in her previous capacity. I must emphasize this previous capacity as a CEO, uh, and not in her current capacity as a chair where the issue arises. And the issue at hand that is still being debated by the various processes and so on. And that process must be allowed to go to its full completion. Let Panty respond to the issues that are being put to her. And let's not assume that she's already guilty even before the party, even before the process is complete. The issue of the credibility of the uh, IGC is very solid. And I think uh, everyone would know that at, uh, at the center of this is the allowance of uh, uh, party agents. As long as your party agents are there throughout the processes, they are there to make sure that the process is free and fair. At the voting station, they have party agents. They can check the voters' role. They can check the process. At the counting station, the party agents are there. So let's really not try and cloud and confiscate issues. And I'm, I'd be very happy that uh, instead of them coming to the media and so on, they must really go to the court because courts are very clinical. They will not be able to create the connection that they're trying to make now in people's uh, uh, heads. There is no connection. Courts are going to be clinical. Make the connection between the whole credible system of the IEC and the fact that a couple of years ago there was an issue around a lease. This is not even to do with the voting. No. It's got to do with the premises. This is why the issue is. Okay, Jimmy, hold up there. I just want to, I want to bring uh, General Holomisa in to respond to what you've said thus far. General Holomisa? Jimmy, I'm surprised by people like you. You once work at the highest office in this country. When you say the people are smearing, coming up with smearing uh, tactics, 
Yet yeah. you know very well that uh, the public protector, the Treasury's appointed uh, forensic audit report has been published and finalized, and there is no other process you are looking for now, because your government, you advised, oh, is no. not taking an action. What process are you expecting to, to, to be followed after this forensic auditing? What process? Can you can you can you tell yeah. us? Because your 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 government is stalling. They say there's nothing wrong. They are not going to do the same to do anything. You have the same government, which has undermined the public protector, an independent institution around the president as well. You went out gun blazing and attacked that institution. What example are you setting? Now, let me explain to you, uh, 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 General. I think you are really confusing issues. Let me let me explain to you very slowly. I think first, just breathe, and then I can take this very quickly for you. One, the current process where the uh, where Pansy is uh, being investigated by the public protector, she has issues with the whole process, and she has taken this thing to court. So that process is running. Uh, as it, I think it's very important to understand that when the public protector has pronounced. That does not mean that's the end. The public protector's report is also open to review by the courts. So she's not the final say on matter. In the case of the president, for instance, the president has cooperated with the public protector, and as we see right now, the president has said he's waiting for the SIU report to be completed so that she can, he can comply with the public protector's request for him to go and uh, explain to parliament. So that process is unfolding. So let's please not confiscate uh, 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 mm. uh, issues here. J- Jimmy Mani, thanks for calling in. Uh, General, uh, your rebuttal, final rebuttal uh, to that? I'm so confused, my friend, because there is no court interdict which stops us to call for Pensacola to be suspended or to resign. <laughs> if she has applied, excuse me, for a court reviewer, then she can do that outside the IEC. Right now, she is affecting the integrity of that institution. So there is no court in that which says you cannot touch Pensacola. The court reviewer doesn't stop us in asking her to step down. Professor Friedman, uh, let me just get your view on this before we go back to the lines. Yeah, I, I'm afraid I'm going to bore everybody by agreeing with the general. Um, you know, what Jimmy Manu says is correct if you're talking about a legal procedure. No, you know, she's not guilty of anything unless she's prosecuted. But we're not talking about a legal procedure here. We're talking about running an election. I'm extremely glad that uh, General Holomisa has said that uh, he's satisfied with the technical integrity of the election because that's very important going forward. I mean, we do need to separate these issues uh, and we don't want a situation where because of this uh, question mark hanging over the chairperson, the integrity of our elections is, 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 is put under the spotlight. On the other hand, you know, we're dealing with public trust here. We're not dealing with, you know, the, the, the constant argument is, well, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. That's perfectly true. But it's not about whether you're innocent or guilty or not. It's about whether there's a problem that the public's trust may be damaged. Uh, and if you have a situation where after the election, as I say, 
some parties uh, <coughs> may try to question the election result because of this issue. Uh, it doesn't matter uh, to say, well, look, the election was technically credible uh, because, you know, you've got this question mark hanging over it. Now, it's not as if we had a situation here in which somebody made up something overnight, you know, where you could say, well, look, if you actually pay attention to these parties, then you're allowing anybody to pop up every election and find some excuse. Uh, there were these reports. There is a question mark, and if we're worried about public trust as we should be, uh, then it doesn't mean a person is guilty to say that a person should step aside in the interest of making sure that the entire public is confident in a process. And I think if we applied those kind of rules in the way in which government runs in this country, rather than this very strict legalistic interpretation of, no, well, we're not going to ask anybody to step down unless they've been convicted of a court. I think if we did that, the public would trust government a lot more than it does at the moment. Let's see how many calls we can roll through. 891 SMSs to 34701. Edwin and George, good morning. Very good morning. Look, obviously integrity is of the highest. Uh, Dr. Ambrosini's had the courage to push through uh, a law that says that now the uh, opposition parties can uh, introduce white papers. I thought that was a given. Anyway, I think that they should unite and reintroduce the scorpions. That would make us constitutional, and it would help us to get and keep out of debt uh, and the control of, of corporations, and then we would have a chance to go forward as Madiba wanted us to. This minimum wages thing, uh, we must set our crime okay. masses to work. It would get rid of bankruptcy, crime, vile, all sorts of other vile things and set us forward. Thank you so much. value. Got you there. Thank you so much, Edwin and George. Uh, Eddie, you're in Yeovil. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Good and you? Thank you very much. Look, I think the IEC will lose no credibility here. I think... Uh, with due respect, uh, General Bantival of are just doing politicking. This is a person politicking. Because an uh, earlier speaker who called said that we are there as party agents. I'm, so I'm normally counting with the UDM and uh, INCATA and uh, DA. I'm a party agent for the ANC. We count the... Pans has got nothing to do with the counting of elections. It's the people who are counting. He's far from elections. He's far from from interfering with the, with the result of the elections. I think what, what, what Olomisa is doing in, in, in his alliance, they are creating a justification that when they are beaten uh, after the seven, elect, uh, seven general elections, they're going to use this as an excuse why they, they lost. I think what they should be doing, and here one, one is not arguing that Pence uh, is not, is not, is not, has not done wrong, that there's a possibility that he has done wrong, but why don't you wait and fight this thing as a separate item rather than uh, mixing this with elections? I think that's, okay. that's, that's uh, a speaking expediency, really, with due respect. Thank you. Got you, Eddie. And Gift in Port Elizabeth, good morning. Hi, again, and hi to the General and the Professor. Look, I, I think I'll, I want to concur with the previous caller and the, some of the assertions that uh, Jimmy Mahoney has alluded to. But I think, first and foremost, we must clearly understand that all of us uh, South Africans, we are concerned about issues of corruption, issues of conflict of interest. But I think we must give the benefit of the doubt to Pansi Tagona because really at the time uh, she was the CEO, not as the chairperson. But secondly, and I think we must wait for the outcome of the appeal that uh, 
Mr. Kakola has, has made to the courts. Because I, I, I foresee a situation here where I think there's a political gimmicking and political uh, grandstanding because we are going to elections. And I mean, precisely, uh, it's not Mr. Kakola who decides on the outcome of the elections. There are several people within the IEC where they determine and look at the credibility of the election. I think we must wait for that opportunity to arrive. All right. Thank you, Gift. As a political grandstanding, uh, do the opposition parties have a valid point when they say that uh, chairperson of the IEC, Pansit Lakula, should step aside for the sake of credible elections? And we continue taking your response to this question, 34701-0891-104-208. If you're worried about your financial future, Thinking about life insurance, saving for retirement, not sure about investing for you and your family. What about your children's education? To answer all your questions, join me, Brian Hirsch, Tuesday morning, 10 o'clock. SFM celebrates 20 years of inspiration. Since the independence of Ghana under Kwame Nkrumah, no country in Africa has successfully adhered to the principles of a constitutional democracy except this. Our country, South Africa. Let us all reflect on how our freedom was achieved. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. AM Live on SAFM 104 to 107. Is the credibility of the IEC at stake? That's what we're asking this morning on the forum at 8. Our guest, uh, General Bantu Holomisa, who is the chairman of the multi-party forum, as well as Professor Stephen Friedman, director of the Center for Study of Democracy at Rhodes and Johannesburg Universities. Uh, General Holomisa, your opportunity to respond to some of those calls? Okay, we seem to have lost uh, the general there. But uh, then I'm just going to roll on with uh, some of the SMSs and get Professor Friedman to maybe respond to some of them. Ngetisa Mahala says, she must step down. The institutions of our country must be protected. Otherwise, we will be found wanting. Sinetemba Zonke says, should the IEC fail the test of credibility, we could see the legitimacy of South Africa's democratic system being called into question. Who will be able to govern with an unsupported mandate? And Mandla Sitole says, We don't need a dark cloud hanging over the IEC itself and the results thereof. Pansy Klakula should do the wise move for the sake of the country and excuse herself. And then a few uh, unsigned SMSs. This one here says, Integrity. Pansy brings a stink to the IEC. And Marina says, I agree, she must go. Thanks, General Holomisa. Um, Professor Friedman, it would seem that uh, the country seems to be split, at least let me not say the country, that's perhaps exaggerating it, but the callers this morning, uh, the contributors, seem to be split down the middle on this one. Well, they are, Sakina, and I think that really illustrates the points I'm trying to make. I'm not taking sides on whether uh, it's appropriate for, for, for her, you know, whether she should remain the chairperson for, you know, after the election. Uh, as, as people have said, I'm quite happy to let the courts decide that and let the legal process decide that. But if you are going into ele- an election where a sizable section of the population, and uh, certainly on your show that's the case, a sizable section of the population are expressing doubts 
then it's best to listen to those doubts because I don't think we must underestimate for a moment, and a couple of your listeners have made this point, uh, the fact that we have had credible elections in this country for the last 20 years is a major plus. It's, it's something we should bend over backwards to protect. Uh, and the, the reason we've done that is that there's always been a serious effort made to make sure that everybody has confidence in the process. So my point is that even if you have, say, 10 or 15 percent of the population who are not happy with the process, and there's something simple you can do to fix the problem, then do the something simple. Uh, I'm not suggesting a witch hunt against uh, Pansy Lacuna. Uh, I'm not suggesting that we'd rush to judgment. I'm simply saying that if your, call, you know, your listeners are split over this, uh, if the public is split over this, let's protect the confidence of the process. Let's make sure that it's absolutely above reproach, uh, and then we can be confident about uh, the way in which people... Then anybody who responds afterwards and says they were cheated is quite clearly not to be taken seriously. And I think that that's worth uh, going the extra mile to achieve. I think we have General Holomisa back, but let me just read some SMSs that he could uh, perhaps factor into uh, the response as well. Maswabi in Dobsonville says, Now that the security cluster has declared its confidence in Pansy Tlakula, opposition parties should be very, very worried. Mike says, uh, Pansy is clearly implicated in a 360 million rand that her company owns 20%, which will earn her 64 million rand. Isn't that enough to cause doubt? And uh, Spiwar says, some analysts are just ANC apologists. We've been consistently listened, uh, listening to them. Their analysis is always predictable. We no longer trust Tlakula, plain and simple. And Mohammed in KZN says, it is very scary that after 20 years, there is not enough credibility and visibility of the IEC, especially in rural areas. Why? Uh, so, Dr. Uh, General Holomisa? Well, uh, I've noted uh, the, the SNSs, and they are clear. And uh, I've also listened to the palace praise singers who are trying to defend this uh, scandal of an individual influencing tenders at IEC to the to the advantage of one of the senior members of the ANC uh, in the name of. Uh, Masumati, chairperson of the Financial uh, Portfolio Committee. So you can understand where they come from. They can continue to defend this, but we are unhappy that we are going to be led in that important institution by an individual who has been fingered twice by two credible institutions. All what is needed is for the president to ask this individual to go home uh, until her matter has been finalized, but she cannot uh, be allowed to preside over the election for the sake of the integrity, image of that IEC, and the reputation which has been built by, by her predecessors. It's simple as that.
That's where we are going to leave it this morning. Thank you so much to our guest, General Banto Halomisa, and also Professor Stephen Friedman. You will, of course, make up your own mind in this regard, and we shall extend another invitation, perhaps at some point, to the IEC uh, so that they don't have to debate with any political parties, but come through to tell us their side of the story. Well, that's the show we had for you this morning. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, and thanks so much to the team and Swaki. Tracy Boomgard, Jake Makoma, and Maruma Kekana. We also say thanks to senior producer Aubrey Lumpofu, forum producers Ronald Piri and Tengiwe Mabaso, technical producer Pres- President Machaya, and specialist producer Vuzi Lukoto. Our executive producers Busi Chana and Aubrey Sechie. And thank you so much for making sure we had a fantastic jam-packed show and it went out loud and clear. And thank Thanks as always to you as well for your fantastic contributions this morning. And don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow morning, bright and early, same time, same place, here on AM Live on SAFM, bringing you the latest news in South Africa's uh, news and information leader here on SAFM. With that, it's coming up to 9 o'clock.